0: Welcome to the Visible Coaches Podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka are you over engineering the client experience do you know what even that means i heard the word over engineering in a group that i was in over the last couple of weeks and i have not been able to get the word out of my head because i realized just how many times i was adding little things here and little things there to think that people would appreciate it more, that my clients would appreciate it more. And it was adding nothing to the real overall experience. And it was taking way too much time. If you've listened to our last podcast about margin, it was taking way too much time. Did I really even need that? Was it making a jot of difference to the overall client experience? Because if you're a solopreneur. And you're juggling at the minute trying to get those early stages of business before you've got the money and a team in place to take the pressure off you. This is going to be one of the most important podcasts that you can listen to, because this could be saving you time, money and effort in really understanding where you're trying to add value, really from a basis of insecurity and what really we need to understand about the client experience, what they actually want and need and what they're paying for versus our need to over-engineer it and add too much in, which is often the reason why people get overwhelmed and then we worry about that. So that's our topic and we're diving in. Anka, start us off.
1: It's one of my favorite topics. Yeah, uh, because it doesn't just apply to the online space, right? I've definitely seen huge examples of that in, in my sewing business. I think there's two, but there's two elements to this, right? So there's one of them is value, like what is valuable to people? Like what do you need to put into your offer in the first place, right? So there's quite often, especially when you're not quite confident in the value of the transformation or of the service you offer, you kind of just want to pack it or when you're kind of unsure of whether this is worth the price then all of a sudden you get up and there's also this and there's also the other thing and um i've seen this with clients where you know they kind of tried to set up a, 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 like a membership or something and oh now there's there's weekly calls and then there's this and there's the other thing and there's guest experts and like and i'm just thinking well and it turns out because they were trying to justify the price Right now the feedback they got was like, well, the price is not an issue, but this is just way more time than I want to, that I've got I, that just is way too much stuff, right? So people usually don't value stuff that takes a lot up a lot of their time. So there's that piece of like, how much stuff do you need to add? And I think, and then the other part of it is like, how much effort do you put into creating something? right? So quite often what happens is you end up uh, creating, you know, spending hours creating a workbook that goes with, with the video that nobody even downloads. People don't care, you know, so there is, it could be just a simple checklist or like it might not need, or it could be a Google doc that you get them, you know, you just make it to give them a link to make a copy of it. So it's like, you have, think about what is it that you're actually trying to achieve with the thing. You know, is this worth hiring somebody to design a a, a fancy worksheet with loads of pages, loads of images, like that takes us a whole day to create the thing? What's the purpose? Like, why do you want the thing? If it's a way to... Because what when you take a step back, like, what do you actually really want with this? What does that add? What does it allow people to do? So if it's about... Well, journaling and writing down their notes, well, your Google might be just fine and it takes like a fraction of the time to create. So that's the other part of it. Like what, do you gonna, what are you going to include in the first place and how can you make it as easy as possible for yourself to create it so that you don't end up spending, you know, all the time, like basically all your profit on creating stuff that could have be produced in a much simpler way
0: oh my goodness me, I've fallen down this rabbit hole so many times. Some, I, I Do you know what? Just to help people listening, I'm going to give you some of the rabbit holes around this that I have fallen down. This will make you feel a whole lot better about what you're doing. So some of the ways I've fallen down this trap are we ran a, an event around messaging about a year or so ago, actually, I think. I remember asking somebody to create a pdf for it like a, a kind of worksheet for it to go along that people could do um first of all i asked the wrong person it wasn't her skill set so whilst she was a great va it wasn't her skill set to create these worksheets it just and it said so it wasn't quick for her so that became more costly then what was really interesting around the client experience she then tried to because it wasn't her skill set she then tried to Create it with lots of color in it, and there was, you know, do you know what I mean? There was just lots of stuff to it. And actually, one of the immediate feedbacks that I had, which was, Well, I can't print this out, it takes me 30 minutes for my printer to print all these colors out. So, you know, if you've ever fallen. Pray to trying to print out workbooks that look beautiful on the PDF and then you try and print them out so you can write on them and the next minute is like your printer's just used up all of its colour ink well that's ultimately that's an irritating client experience and on the front end you were trying to make it so beautiful and make it wonderful and make people go wow and on the back end we hadn't thought of the, the logistics of actually printing that out so an absolute nightmare. It takes, you know, because not everybody has got a super duper printer and they, they want to take part in the experience. They, they want to do that. So it, it's these little tiny things about what is a client experience. So <laughs> the next one about was uh, when I did a this was offline and I did a corporate um, training. And I remember, you know, I was so worried I wouldn't have enough stuff you know, and and here's the thing about justifying the price. It was probably more, this is a good few years ago now, but I'd charged more than I'd ever charged for a corporate training. And they didn't bat an eyelid, but I was having a small, you know, inner baby on the on the inside of the whole thing. And so I spent way too much time searching and creating exercises and different um, things. And I printed off all of these worksheets and all these pages, and all of this stuff, right, that I was going to go through. They got into a conversation around one topic we were talking around and it literally blew and I could sense that that's where they wanted to stay. And I had two choices. I had that to say to them. Do you want to stay on this topic or do you want me to move through the stuff? And I could see they were going to be more impacted if I stayed on the topic. And only one person said, well, we didn't get through all the stuff. But the the, the reality is, is they I had five stars because we stayed with the experience and I didn't need three quarters of actually what I had created. So although it hadn't physically cost me money, if time is money to us to some degree, it's had probably if we added up somebody else creating all of that, it probably would have cost me a few hundred pounds in time. And if we added up my time in that, we're talking probably a thousand pound in time, not to even be used to even create the client experience. So those two areas had really taught me about this over-engineering and both of them had come from a very subtle insecurity. One on my behalf that I'd charged more than I charged for this particular um, opportunity and therefore I wanted to make a good impression. And the second was I had somebody else who wanted to make a good impression and had over-engineered it and actually hadn't thought about how it was even going to be printed out that was such a learning curve for me both of those i suppose we don't learn these things until we are in the situation no. but if you're in them but learn them on the
1: receiving end you know yeah. i mean i've had a couple of things where where i'm like oh please you know like i I'm, I'm in spain so i kind of don't like it when people mail me stuff because it's more hassle than it's worth and the funniest thing ever was um I remember, you know, I, I'm sitting here, you know, <laughs> working away, and there's a, you know, the, the, somebody from the post office at the door on her little scooter, and she goes, "Oh, I've got a delivery for you." Okay, that's like seven eighty. I'm like, "Okay, well, I didn't know you were coming," and um, and I said, "Well, do you have change? I have like a fifty euro bill." She no, I don't have change. Do you accept cards? No, I don't don't accept cards. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm just telling you, and now I'm leaving the piece of paper with you. And you can go and pick up the thing at the post office. Okay. So she leaves me with a piece of paper. And then I had to go. Well, now they're not opening on a Saturday anymore. So I had to take a morning, shovel a month morning free because I don't live near the post office. So it's a, it's a trip into town. Well, since they're not opening on Saturdays anymore, there was a queue, so I'm standing half an hour in a queue. Pay my $780 to get a little bag of <laughs> literally seven salt caramels <laughs> like i'm like okay that's the morning of my time <sighs> you know the trip to the post office you know uh the money paid for the things it's like these are the most expensive salt caramels they're kind of nice but look i would much prefer to be without them and it was a thank you for something right so and she kind of yeah so i mean that's just stuff so where you think like what's the what's the what's the actual intention here, right so I mean she didn't know obviously she meant well so I didn't like you know so it was it wasn't but I think at the end of the day it's like well you know and I've seen other people who've spent a lot of money to get a box of stuff to me that never even arrived and you know there's one who spent like 200 on a box of stuff that never arrived for an online retreat so and that's just one example like the, the thing is yeah, what, how do, do you need it in the first place? What's the ultimate intention with this, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to make people feel welcome, feel heard, have something, you know, like whatever it is, and then get creative and like, how can you make that happen in the way that is that costs you the least amount of effort and, and money and time, you know, say, for example, to ship something. Well, I would, I mean, I've done stuff where I had to go to the office and ship stuff that take up so much time right and so well you know how about drop shipping like you know like are there other ways like get creative in how to create the experience you want but like you always want to think start off thinking what's the ultimate intention here and how can I achieve that in the simplest possible way
0: Mm. and I think it takes me right back to I always talk about leaning into the audience and talking about the audience experience. And it's one of the hardest things for us to do because we're sitting in our own head thinking what everybody else would like or what we would like. And that isn't necessarily what everybody else would actually appreciate and like. We fail to we ask people. We've got a podcast on that <laughs> about asking. But we just, it's some of the simple things, isn't it? We fail to ask. We fail to sit in the shoes of the other person and go, if I did this, if I sent them to this, if we do this, will it Will it add, you know, will it be helpful to them? Will it not? Will they appreciate? Will they not? Um and because we want to be nice people and we wanna you know make sure that people are having a great experience, we decide that an experience means adding more. I mean, I've just done that this morning, haven't I? I I mean you were laughing at me, I was half an hour late. So (laughs) that's my margin gone out the window because my daughter has her Spanish friend staying with her. And of course, she's bought some Spanish meat with her, which is lovely. And I was thinking, well. Our family are terrible eaters, you know, so I'm just going to say that. Don't write me in with what I should be doing with their eating. You know, I, I have no control over their of, of their diets most of the time these days. But um, you know, I thought, well, you know, nice and nice, almost like a continental breakfast in a hotel. And there was I running around getting cheese and bread that you can bake in the oven. And I bet you it's not even going to be experienced. This is where this podcast has come from, because I suddenly saw myself back to my old terrible habits around this whole area this morning but it made me think about you know even when I started the visible club I remember modeling it a little bit on another membership because I didn't know what else to do and there's nothing wrong with that but I modeled it on somebody else's and actually I quite liked what they did around banners etc but when it came to my membership and my people Actually, nobody gave a, a monkey's whether we had it or not. And it was time and effort, et cetera. And she had a, a big team and I didn't have a team at all. And I hadn't even thought about whether the effort that I was taking was, was realistic or going to be, you know, was going to add anything more than two seconds worth to it because they were still asking me when the dates were. They were still asking me. <laughs> That's
1: so the worst, like when it does work. Yeah so and i, I just, think function over i mean i'm like look i don't you know like i'm a software girl and i'm like definitely always function over form. yes yeah. we do want it yes actually i had somebody saying to me the other day she goes oh there's statistics apparently that ugly websites do better <laughs> convert better right and Why? Go, well you know it's it's i'm not against like you know i made flamenco dresses for a lot of <laughs> for over decades so I'm I, I like pretty stuff so it's not that i'm against things looking nice but I'm thinking if it's at the cost of you working all hours of the day, it's like function form first. You know, yeah. I'm always being like that. The prettiest thing actually backfires when the function when it isn't functional.
0: You know, Perfect. you
1: get resentful of the of the pretty stuff when it actually doesn't work. So so make it like make the experience work for think about like what is necessary for people. I think at the end of the day, you know, like when I look at the things that that where I love the experience is when I get what I need, when I need it, where I need it, you know, and that can be just simply an email. There's a course that I've loved and there's daily email. Okay, here's what we do today. Come back here, do this, do that. Tomorrow we come back and it's just so easy and I love it. And it doesn't require his time at all. He probably set this this flow up once and never looked at it again from okay. a client experience. I feel nurtured. I feel held. I've never seen the guy. Right? So it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, you, it doesn't have to, if it costs a lot of effort and work and time, it does not mean that it is more valuable on the other end. So I think you want to be really critical and, and protective of your own time. It's always like, what do people need to get what they've come for? And how can you give it to them in the simplest possible way? And yeah. and then if you still have time and a team and whatever and enjoy doing it, make make it pretty all you want, but but don't start there.
0: Yeah, I love that. And just to to end that, it same with courses. Somebody advised me should put it put it all down. And then once you've got your course and you're so proud of it, remove fifty percent of it because nobody needs it. It won't get them a result any better or quicker or faster and that it's it's the same thing in in film isn't it with video kill your darlings is i think the the um, the phrase that they use where most of the things that they actually film in a film or a tv show end up on the cutting room floor and there's a reason for that because it's not adding to the overall excitement or drama of the movie or the show and it mm-hmm. takes too much writing too mm-hmm. kill your darlings so you know until you work out what you actually really need to have in there and you can start to feel that customer experience as a nuanced thing. Whatever you're thinking of putting out for your customers, give it 24 hours and then take 50% away of it and then put it out. Try that this week. We'd love to know. Leave us a review as well and let us know If these podcasts are interesting to you, if they're giving you ideas and if they're helping you with your visibility and with your time and with your confidence level so that you can get yourself out there in front of your clients in a more meaningful way. So until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast.
1: If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches Podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. Visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.